All right, cool. Still there? Yeah, I'm here. Everything's here. All right, everything's good. All right, okay. Okay, yeah. Got my beverage, a little iced tea. Mm. Me too. I have unsweetened iced tea. That's what I have. Mine is, uh, I made it sun tea with uh, Constant Comet tea bags. You ever had that? Constant Comet? It's kind of kind of out there. It's kind of... What is it called? The brand of tea is Constant Comet. It's a Bigelow tea called, mm. called Constant Comet. Mm. And I think it's pretty much available worldwide, or at least uh, throughout the United States. It's uh, got mm-hmm. kind of a weird sort of... Uh, uh, kind of like a clove sort of t- flavor to it. I don't know what they put in it, but it's... Uh, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of strong. I I would see that some people may not like it. It's different. All right, uh, I'm gonna hit the. I already hit did hit stop or start. I'm already recording. All right, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm, let me mm-hmm. just do this thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll go over to here and we'll hit this. I should swallow my water. I'll hit this in about okay five minutes, five seconds, not minutes, five seconds. <laughs> okay. Unbecoming of age. The podcast, a cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are locked into episode 220, Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. We are two guys that have never met in real life. My name's Colin Flynn. I live in Iowa. And my co-host is Mr. John M. Craig. Hey, Colin. I'm uh, here in Red Bank, New Jersey. I live here, but I'm all around town like James Brown. No, my, like James Brown is he, is he all around town? I'm all over the place sometimes, I think he's but dead. I'm here. I'm here for a couple of days. And uh, just uh, it's, it's odd to be driving my kids around and like getting nothing done. Feeling like I've accomplished nothing, and before I know it, it's like, how did I wake up this morning at at like six forty-five, seven o'clock? Took my son to work for nine, and then I wasn't home until like twelve thirty, and I barely did anything. You know, just running around, car stuff. Just I don't know. So it, it, it feels all for naught. Yeah, that's the way it is. Uh, the kids, they're still not uh, driving themselves about, not doing any of that No, stuff. no, it's a little more convoluted than that. You know, so Cameron's 18, going on 19. I, I don't know if I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it. The camera got into a little uh, fender bender. I don't know if I talked about it on mic. I don't think so. podcast or just so. to you. Well, anyway, so his mom uh, has, you know, she had two cars, a uh, Volkswagen Touareg and a, and a, uh, and a Toyota Prius, and and so Cameron was driving the Prius, and he would drive it up about an hour and 15 minutes to and from work when he was working uh, in, in New, it was, I think, New York State, but just over the New Jersey border, but like an hour and 15 minutes away, working in a produce warehouse for his uncle, for mm-hmm. his mom's sis, uh, brother. Okay. And uh, uh, about, uh, I can't remember when it was, it, it could have been April, end of April, he was on his way home, and he was merging onto uh, the New York State Thruway or Route 87. And when he merged, he and a woman collided, and she hit his uh, 
you know, passenger headlight. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like it broke, like, uh, it, and, it, and it messed up the wheel hub a little bit, but not terribly. He, but he couldn't really drive it. And, you know, like the, uh, the windshield wiper tank kind of busted open and that spilled out, whatever. And uh, they ended up totaling the car. Wow, for really? ten grand, totaling yeah. it, right? Okay. So I, and that gets my head like all like, okay, they value the car at ten thousand, right? Owed more money on it. There was no gap insurance. So you, so you end up losing the car and losing the money, even though you had full coverage. Then it turned out she got the gap insurance, but again, it's like some zero game, right? So she gets the ten grand for the the value of the car, the book value. And then money, which is this gap insurance, something when she leased the car, when she got the loan through the loan company, there was something in there, which I'm shocked that there was something in there that actually benefited the customer, you know? (laughs) Right. You know, so it's, it would have sucked if she owned the car too. I mean, there's no real winning though, because, but at least if you own the car, you get the money and you could maybe buy another car or at least take that money toward a new, new car, you know, a replacement car. Right, exactly. It just sucks, you know. So there's no second car. And I need my car all the time. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, when I'm around, I'll do everything I can to help shuttle the kids around. Kylie only has her driver's permit. Right. Okay. So, you know, she just had her senior prom. And there's, you know, there's a lot going on. And uh, and just, yeah, I just feel like I'm going nonstop. So, like, I'll finish this and then drop Kylie off at dance. And then we go up to Staten Island to take care of my uh, get the second shot in my foot for that plantar fasciitis and uh yeah but i feel like i've accomplished nothing that's the way some of those days go we we have uh, a plethora of vehicles around here now because uh the i don't know if i've talked about any of this either but uh we uh so uh, we bought tori at some point i used uh one of those honda elements uh over the last year which is uh, that the box is that the boxy one yeah yeah um and it, we've discovered that uh the the vehicle has a real cult following they made them for like eight years and stopped making yeah them. right and right. The, they're they're going to be because the the body is basically uh it's all uh it's there's not a lot of metal in the body uh to rust and uh so they're, they're going to be around for, for all of time, I think. Uh, Do they still make it or they stop making no, it? No, they stopped making them, I think, in 2011 or something like that. Right. So, so it, it's sort of similar to the Kia Soul, but bigger. Yeah. And a little bit more cargo space. And I think it was sort of marketed to like a younger person and, and an outdoorsy, like if you mountain bike or yeah. camp and stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah, the back like, uh, the back is kind of like a in the the seats uh, do the sort of origami thing where you can uh, s- move the seats around and uh, they do this little uh, strange little pivot and uh, flip up sort of thing and you can so you can open up the back end to, so you can put all kinds of cargo back there. Uh, the floors are all vinyl everywhere so that if you uh, you know you get in there literally you can hose it down hose it down yeah 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 exa- exactly so it's that right, type right. of vehicle and so that's that's uh, one and then um, we had this uh, Toyota that uh, a Matrix which is a little uh, very similar looking to the, the uh, Prius actually um, except not a, a hybrid vehicle and uh, Zoe decided she didn't want that even though it ran really well and was a, a you know nice little car she thought uh, she wanted with this other um, this uh, it's actually a, a Dodge that she decided she wanted to keep the Dodge I think is kind of a, a piece of crap but it looks good and she drives that and then mm-hmm. uh, 
we helped uh, our uh, the 18 year old adoptee who's now 19, I guess. Yeah, uh, Taylor. Um, we wanted to get him working, so we helped uh, him get into a vehicle. So uh, he has a Chrysler Town and Country minivan that uh, he's been driving, and we've had... Uh, that, that's the baller minivan. That's the one that you can put all the seats down. Yeah, you can, and it's you got can fit f- a lot of cargo in there. Yeah, they fold down under the you know, that stone, yeah. stone go thing and all that. And he's been doing some sure. s- construction sort of uh, stuff here while he's figuring out what he's going to do with his life. And uh, so with that, I mean, you're, you're going to have, between oil changes and various uh, uh, things that go wrong with vehicles, little... Uh, you know, sort of repair type stuff. Uh, there's always something. It seems seems like we're we're taking something somewhere to. Yeah, it's just it's like I said, it's ongoing. Um, it's easier because they're driving themselves. You know, for, for the most part, for for a lot of stuff, we're not giving them rides like that as much. Uh, it, you know, it doesn't come up nearly as often. But um, you're still trying to keep the fleet on the on, on the road. Yesterday. Was it was a monumental day in in family history, and that um, uh, Zoe, Tori, and Taylor, all three at the same time, were all three working at jobs outside the house. So, wow, um, yeah, um, we have. So uh, I I should mention. Okay, so with the, with the car repair thing, I've I've discovered something that was going on um, that I was vaguely aware of, but uh, I looked into it a little more. Uh, this week because I was, you know, I, I, I had spent some time working in the car business, and uh, so I have a uh, cursory knowledge of uh, how that whole uh, thing works on the inside and what, uh, you know, what in the Midwest in a town the size that I live in, what what a, a larger dealership, what they're going to have for uh, inventory and uh how they get their vehicles and uh, all that stuff with with the dealer auctions and and uh, where they buy vehicles out of these um, what they're called program vehicles and things like that. Um, there's been a huge uh, a huge thing going on in the automobile industry. Uh, well, uh, twofold, I guess. Basically, what I've discovered is um, we had, of course, the coronavirus, which. Uh, shut down a lot of production because people weren't going to work. They, they shut down some of the factories for a while. So that um, uh, has throttled back some of the inventory. That was part of the issue. And then we've got another issue that's uh, happening right now, which I believe, I'm not 100% sure if uh, somebody's uh, really following politics, they may uh, scream at me about this. But um, there's a problem with uh, the circuit boards, uh, some of the electronic stuff that's going into the new vehicles. Uh, that that uh, part uh, comes from China. And with the uh, Chinese tariffs that uh, uh, Mr. Donald was uh, was all about, uh, apparently that uh, in a great deal had something to do with uh, the reason why these new vehicles uh, don't exist right now. If you go buy a large dealership now that should have cars thick as you know can be, you know they might have you know 500 or a thousand cars on the lot. Um, they they probably just have a, a handful of that. Uh, some may, may may only have. 10 vehicles, you know, a, a big dealership, and some, the smaller ones don't have any, so um, or, or two or three. Uh, so they're, they're way down on, on new vehicles. If you want to buy a new vehicle right now, good luck. They're just not out there. Um, and, and that's one of the reasons that the used car market went up through the roof. I mean, it's roof. really challenging to get a, a, a sort of late model used vehicle for under 10 grand, okay. at least in, in my market. 
I mean, I kind of was yeah. glancing around a little bit. So I was going to ask the question that you got these three new car, these three cars. You seem to be very resourceful in finding used cars. I, I don't. I, I I kind of enjoy the process. It makes a lot of people, you know, that's so bizarre. Yeah, you know, pull, pull their. Hair <laughs> I think it's a patience thing. If you have that. So how did you how did you end up doing with everything that's going on? I don't want to take you away from your point, but well, no, the, I, we well we went in his uh, Taylor's van. The the transmissions uh, being a little weird, and I know a guy that runs a, uh, a transmission shop, a guy that I used to run with a lot, and uh, I knew he's a real straight shooter. Right, so. right. What well, we used to what we would we used to call a tranny shop. Tranny shop. We don't call it that anymore. No, I mean <laughs> we especially don't. But I would be. But if you said a tranny, I would yes. know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> you what? You have what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. uh, but anyway, so yeah, so you know a guy. I, I know a guy. Transmission shop. Yeah, transmission guy. So I got to talk to him, and he's like, he, he's uh, a couple of years ago, I had, I had a truck, and I was like thinking about uh, doing some transmission work to it. And he said, I can take your money. Uh, and uh, we can we can fix it. He goes, but if I was you, I wouldn't. He's like, hey, don't spend any more money on this vehicle. Just get rid of it. So, you know, you, you're you're throwing good money at bad. But uh, okay, so this time around, he's looking at this old van, and he's going, you know what? He goes, you're you're. He goes, I've been looking around for vehicles now, and and. Um, there, there are none at the you know what we used to call the dealers dealerships called the the uh, you know when they're going to get program vehicles those program vehicles were off lease or um, vehicles that came from uh, the rental companies uh, you know the Hertz and Midas and places like that so um, those auctions are basically have shut down they don't have any they don't they don't have any inventory there's nothing to sell because all the other thing that's going on right now is the rental companies are hanging on to their vehicles that they used to get rid of with like 20 25,000 miles they they uh, you know divest themselves of those and start all over again and they've had that business model worked out for uh, how many miles they could safely put on a vehicle and make money off of it uh, well now they're hanging on to them as well so um, you might get a you might be renting a vehicle right now that's got 30 40 50,000 miles on it potentially because that's all they have access to they can't buy they can't buy the vehicles either and uh, so he's basically saying, you know, you, if uh, if I were you, I'd fix it. You know, if, uh, if uh, you're going to throw some money in this, right. I think it makes sense. He goes, your air conditioning works, the heater, everything. You know, you got good air, good heat. The interior's nice. Uh, the engine runs fine. The body's got some rust on it. But uh, other than that, you know, if to spend a, a couple, three, four hundred, whatever dollars on a, um, a transmission repair, it is probably worth it in this case. Because you, if you go, to, like you said, you go to try to replace it. Uh, you're just not going, going to be able to do that because uh, the used car market right now is is it's bringing big bucks. And uh, I mean, we just, I'm, I mean, I like the process because, like I said, I've worked around the industry a little bit. Uh, I just kind of like sniffing around and trying to find find a deal. Talking, I don't mind going out and talking to people and and uh, going through the the thing that a lot of people find uncomfortable, which is, you know. Uh, you know, standing in front of somebody and saying, you, you know, calling their their baby ugly, <laughs> you you have to do that when you're in that process. And some people just start, you know, either not good at knowing mm -hmm. why the baby's ugly or just not, mm -hmm. you know. And part of that that process I, I found in um, in negotiating the price, like if you're going out to talk to somebody in their front yard about a car, is uh, they're going to throw a price at you that generally that's um, fair or not delusional it's it could be delusional but the best thing you can do is throw back a price that is uh not necessarily insulting but you know you say oh, geez i was looking more at like blah 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 you know and then they you, you do a little back and forth and uh, nobody i haven't uh, there's been 
only out of all the vehicles I bought, and there's only been a time or two um, where it seemed like somebody kind of got their feelings hurt enough that they were like ready to tell me to you know just leave, get lost. But it, it, it doesn't happen very often. It's it's kind of a fun process. But and then um, you you save money. That's the other part of it. Just tight ass. I guess probably a lot of it. You, you're always going to pay much more for a vehicle than than it's worth. Always, 100%. If you're going to a, a used vehicle, you're buying a used vehicle at a dealership, and they're going to give you some some bullshit about, you know, our, we've refurbished it or we've done blah, blah, blah to it or if it's had a 61-point, you know, inspection. Um, right. the, the, those things are primarily uh, untrue. <laughs> they no, may, they've, they've done the minimum amount of work and spent the yes, minimum yeah, amount yeah. of money. And as far as the, whether they had a quote unquote detail to be like, no, they had a guy, a young kid or some dude that, that works around the shop that can clean it up and did a mediocre job. And you particularly see that I think in, in some vehicles like the minivans or whatever, that are the older models, and you're like, you can't believe that they kept this and they didn't auction or do something else with it because yeah, it'd be like, yeah. why, you know, because of all those trade ins, right? You right. go to a nice Honda dealership, and then someone traded in some shitty, you know, older car and they took it to give them a little bit of money because at the end of the day, you know, they're going to do everything they can to sell these cars. That's my take on it, at least from the limited experience I have looking at cars. Yeah, I want to bang what, my head against the wall. What what the dealers generally do is they they look at okay they look at the vehicle and it, it's uh, either uh, just a POS shitbox that uh, you know they can tell right away more you know it's this has been smoked in it's it's uh, it's they can you can tell immediately when you get in a vehicle whether it's been maintained or not and so and then the, by the mileage and the maintenance and all that stuff they look at it and then they decide okay this is either going to the auction. So they've got uh, a, an area where they, they'll put a, their vehicles, and then every couple of weeks uh, there's a truck that comes by and picks up all their vehicles and takes them to an auction, and somebody buys those. If it's a, and there's a pecking order. It goes from big down to small to the little smallest you know, potlot-type car, car places. And so you know, the big guys sell the shit that they don't want to deal with, uh, and it ends up at some, some smaller potlot type thing. And they, they'll take those, some of those guys will, those smaller ones will take those ones that are rejected by the bigger places. And the, the bigger places generally just try to hang on to stuff that makes sense for them. If they're a, if they sell uh, American vehicles, if it's a Chevy Ford dealership, they're probably not going to hang on to a lot of, even though they might get an Audi or something like that in trade, they're probably not going to, in a lot of cases, hang on to that. They'll, they'll let that go to the auction because they know that might bring, um, it, it's easier for them to deal with it there. They, they don't have to try to surface it or do anything down the road if something uh, falls apart on it. They've got an irate customer to, you know, that they have to deal with. So, yeah, there's there's all that fun and games, and that's only going to get worse because this this is going to take a while. Right. This is going to take a while to for this whole thing to write itself and for it to get back to where it, you know to where things were. And like everywhere else, they have um, they've lost people. They've had people that have been out on, on unemployment, and uh, people that have uh, in some cases probably have uh, decided not to come back to their jobs, and so. I don't know if you've run into this. Um, we've had some weird instances uh, that we've noticed. Uh, I have uh, around here as far as unemployment goes. Um, the um, There's restaurants now that are just right at the door. We've been into a couple of them where you walk in and they've got a notice right at the door that says, uh, due to recent you know, recent employment trends or something along those lines, we're short-staffed, please be patient, that sort of thing. 
Um, right. We've had a couple of wait- waitresses say, we're, you know, we're really struggling trying to keep up. And uh, if somebody happens to call in or doesn't show up for their shift, you know, we're, we're really in a, a rough place right now because there's, you know, the staff is so short. And a lot of people that are working here, we had a place where the waitress was, she was great, but she said, uh, I've been doing this for, I've, I've been a waitress for three days. I, there's a lot, I don't know. And so I'm trying to figure this out, <laughs> right. you know, and she was just right up front, which I appreciate. And, um, but, um, Another weird one was we, Rachel had bought something at Walmart, and we went into a Walmart of all places and walked into the, at, at like three o'clock in the afternoon, and there was a guy standing um, by the front of the customer service department, which was dark. They have a, a you know, little spot up front there, and it was, the, the lights were all off there, and I thought maybe there was some, it's been really hot out, and I thought maybe this is some energy conservation thing going on. Wonder what the the lights are off. Didn't seem to make any sense at three in the afternoon. The store was crowded, lots of people, and uh, he said, uh, "Is this?" <laughs> This dude was standing there. He goes, uh, "I've been standing here for twenty minutes." He goes, "I found out they don't uh, they don't open till four thirty. I said, "What? They don't open till four thirty? He's like, "Yeah, the, the I guess the customer service departments now uh, they, they don't have any they don't have any staff, so they can't have a customer service until certain hours of the day. So it's at four thirty. And by so we're like, "No, we're not going to do that. I'm not going to stand in line and wait for Walmart customer service to open. And I got you know better things to do." And so we uh, went. And we did a little bit of shopping, and when we left, there was probably like 20 people standing in that line. They were starting to line up behind this guy, and it was going to be another half an hour before the the thing even opened. And so, I mean, that's just another example of uh, a major retailer that that and Walmart pays anybody that's breathing 15 bucks an hour if you get a job at walmart it's 15 an hour which i mean there's places that are certainly less than that but i mean they're they're trying i guess to to get people into work uh but uh wow it's it's a i know it's just weird uh it's a weird weird environment right now we may be uh kind of uh on the other side of this whole thing but it still still feels a little <laughs> well, i don't know still feels a little pandemic-y out there i guess is what i'm trying to say or, yeah, I guess. I mean, I, I it's for me. It's sort of it feels mixed, you know. I mean, uh, you know, I haven't I haven't worked on a TV show or movie since, you know, um, almost four weeks now. It got kind of quiet, not because of pandemic, just because of like the a lot of the episodic television ended, right? Right. So you know, like uh, Law and Order, Organized Crime, The Equalizer. These are like network shows, the NBCs, the CBS. So a lot of these drama dramas are like twenty-two episodes. You know, uh, ten-month jobs. They tend to start in July and end in May, mm-hmm. right? Right. But because of pandemic, it kind of screwed everything up. And those jobs, like I'm not likely to get on one of those jobs. Right. You know, I don't have a commercial driver's license taking the test again this coming Saturday, the written test. Um, and, uh, you know, it go it will go to the more senior members of the union. Right. And so, you know, once those end, all of the union members that were on that are now available. So right. they're going to get the next job before I do. So I don't expect that things will pick up until mid-July. Right. Mm hmm. Thought I just lost power. No, can you I, hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we, I, I've got uh, just uh, an aside here. Is um, 
it seemed that my my computer just went to sleep. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's uh, just started to pour here, and I can hear thunder. <laughs> so. Yeah, so I mean, so it seemed ominous. So when I saw black on the screens, I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm getting a call now." Um, it's it's the high school. It's like I get like ten calls from the high school a day. It's you know, the, the most recent one was yeah. the school is allowing them not to wear masks. Oh yeah, because of the heat and breathing, and I, I would imagine a lot of people have complained. Today is uh, the uh, the election, the primary election for. Uh, the gubernatorial race and some other local elections here in New Jersey. I did not vote. I don't think I will. Yeah. The Democratic, I don't, I think I'm registered Democratic. I don't even know anymore. Uh, and uh, Phil Murphy, I think, is running, the governor of New Jersey is running unopposed anyway. Right. Uh, and I'm just, I don't, I don't care enough. But, uh, but it, you know, to me, it feels like, it's quote unquote over, but I mean, there are still some residual effects of it, you know? Yeah. I, we've like, as far as there's only been one place that I've seen that, uh, is still trying that around here that is still trying to hang on to the masking thing that we have this little, it's kind of a boutique, uh, funny sort of t-shirt company. I've, I think I've talked about them on here before with their name. Mm -hmm. Ray. Yeah, I think you have. Yeah. And they, uh, they uh we went uh we were walking by there and i thought oh let's just stop in and uh the uh they right in front of the store they had a a, a stand with disposable masks and they said we're still requiring masks and the only reason right. i think they're doing that is because they're trying to get the they're they're so politically uh motivated uh, to make fun of the governor that uh they're trying to just see if if uh if they can probably uh, get some sort of a news story I, I'm, I'm guessing i don't know either way either that or just i don't know what the deal is but it was well really, yeah i don't know i it, it yeah yeah it was a really nice day and uh i was like and eh, you know i don't it was warm and i didn't have my well i thought like i said there was they had their own mask there too but i didn't have one in my pocket either but i was just like uh, i don't really need to go in there it's like so we just yeah it's like no big deal i, I wasn't I didn't care either way. It didn't make me upset not to go in, or I didn't feel like I should, you know, walk in and say I'm coming mm -hmm. in without one or whatever. It's like, eh, whatever. If that's what you know, if that's what your deal is, uh, then I'll just, I'll just leave. <laughs> I went into the coffee shop this morning that I normally go into, and uh, it's this place called Rook Coffee. And there's one location they took down their plexi, but the last few times I've gone to either of the locations, the one in Red Bank, everyone behind the counter is wearing a mask. And all the customers are going in wearing a mask. Now, I literally placed my order on the app. I'm going to be in there for literally less than 30 seconds. Right. Walk in the door, go to the counter, unless I'm waiting in line for other people to pick up their online order. And so, you know, and so they're not wearing the mask. The kids behind the counter aren't wearing the mask. Now, there may have been one person behind the counter wearing their mask. And it's just one of those things where, but I've gone into stories where I see a sign, they say a thing about a mask. But I can't tell if it's required. I like. I went into a a, a, a like a Shell gas station, pretty much around the corner from Susie's up in Connecticut. You know, because mm -hmm. I'm spending not quite half my time up in Connecticut, but almost. And so I walk in, and I during in the midst of this, the people behind the counter with their hanging plexi, they had their mask beards. They weren't wearing them. They were within two feet of one another. People used to go in and out of there with that. And then I walk up to it. I see the mask. And there's like 
I just see a picture of the mask and mask required, whatever. I look at it and I, I didn't have my mask with me. I'm a, I'm walking in. I'm walking in. And when I go up to the counter and I'm like I'm talking to them about it, and they said, oh, yeah, no, it says in there that it's not required. I was like, where? In the fine print? <laughs> like, like you basically, like, and it's like, but none of you guys are, you know what I mean? Like, it's like a, such a weird thing because I'll wear the, like, even when I asked Kylie today, who's going to be, you know, she's a junior in high school. She's going to be 17 in like, two weeks and i said are you gonna wear your mask or not your mask because you know she gets migraines and she doesn't like having it on when it gets too hot and it's really uncomfortable and and uh, she said i don't know i think it depends because i'm like the way that email was written and the phone message was sent i'm like a lot of kids are not gonna wear them you know what i mean like it's just no, not no and then she said well but if other kids but she so but she's in honors and you know it's i'm not saying that honors kids have left-leaning parents but some you know i mean not always it depends on where you are but you know and she's got some friends that are vaccinated and then some friends whose parents are not quite down with that or i'm not going to say anti-vaxxers i don't really know you know but i would think that for those who if she's in a class and the majority of kids are wearing the mask she's just concerned or feels bad or will not do it and i i do the same thing when i go into stores at times i went into that bookstore in connecticut and i'm like everyone's wearing that i'm like i i just left i i didn't have my mask on and even though it was very clear that the business let it up to the customer yeah. and ask customers to treat each other nice and with respect i just had that thing in my head like like i don't want to be judged by anyone I just want to do my thing and leave, but I prefer not having the the mask on. Yeah, I. You know, I I just yeah. I just do. I, I'm uh, like I don't really uh, like I said, as far as the being judged thing. I, that doesn't even it doesn't occur to me. That now. doesn't factor in for you. No, not at all. Not even yeah. a little bit. It's like I I, I, I yeah because I know I've I've done my part and uh, oh, I'm, I'm I've got my you know I got the I've got them both and I waited the two weeks and I did everything you were supposed to do and uh, that. You know, as far as uh, so, I, I've got it. We've talked about this around the house a lot. So I, I, we have uh, what's a friend of mine that um, uh, person that I used to work with that uh, she has three three kids uh, that are uh, in middle school and high school, and uh, all three of the kids had uh, juvenile uh, the the arthritis juvenile juvenile arthritis, I guess is what it's called. Um, so all three of those kids. Uh, have always been she's always been in the situation where um she's worried about anti-vaxxers and this has you know gone gone on for years and years uh, and uh she was more concerned with all the other stuff that's going on she can't uh, her kids uh, can't get a lot of vaccinations because uh they are on uh chemotherapy like a the, the treatment for that disease is you're basically getting the same chemo treatments that a kid that has cancer has and that reduces your new your you know your susceptibility to uh it's you're, you're on uh i guess you're on medication when you do that that uh uh you know that uh prevents you from getting a vaccine i guess put it that's the most simple way for as much as i know about it but anyway so she's always said you know that the idea that uh you know people walk around and and don't get vaccinations um you know, she said, "You're killing. You know, you're just potentially you're just killing my kid. You know, if if your kid's not getting the vaccine, that's the part that people didn't get. I see people occasionally online, and I know that the the uh, I I, I got to keep reminding myself that the 
the stuff that you read on Twitter or the stuff that you read on Facebook or, or wherever comments where people are talking about this and s- somebody brings up usually a liberal person brings up now they'll say well what about the idea that you know you're there's somebody that can't get the vaccination and you're you're contaminating you're potentially you know causing illness for them because of the variants <laughs> okay the variants uh just stop with the variants that that is just silly nonsense they're, they're the variants have been so small and so um, inconsequential in the United States, and the idea that you'll ever land in the hospital because of a variant is so small, so small, so so just incredibly distant that it's it is absolutely nothing to worry about. Um, uh, but the idea that okay, I might contaminate somebody else, uh, I might infect somebody else, like one of these kids, because I did something wrong. I'm sorry, society is the same today as it was 10 years ago when Cecily had this problem with her kids. It's the same environment. She knew then it was, it was contingent upon her to protect her own, her tribe. She wished people would do a little bit more to help her out by doing what was requ- you know, sh- the, the right thing, get, get your kids vaccinated. All right, I'm vaccinated. My kids are vaccinated in every way, shape, or form that you know, vaccine you know in any way we can it's it's not ever going to be a situation where all of society is going to wear masks because of the uh, people that could potentially get a disease because we're not all wearing masks we're just not going to do that it's, it's and it's from a social um, psychological aspect that would be an, uh, a silly proposition to, to expect of the world because I, we're doing psychological harm to children, to adults, with this masking stuff. It is not, it's not a, a healthy way for people to exist mentally. It's just not. I, 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 there's nothing anybody can say that would convince me of that. Uh, you know, we need... To build it, I've had more conversations with people than <laughs> it's like crazy. I mean, people are just so willing to talk now, and just they're, you know, they're just uh, chatty as hell because we haven't been able to. And you can see somebody's face, you can see, you know, you see their mouth. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, uh, I found myself doing that the other night. It was Friday night, and Kylie went to her junior prom, so the girls got ready here at the house. I took some pictures, you know, as they were getting ready, and the whole thing, and then we went over to her friend Liam's house. And I've, I've never met Liam. I don't remember having met him. Um, and, and he had, they had the boys there. So it was like, none of the kids are dating, but they're a, a large friend group, right? So 11 of them go together, six boys, five girls, they rent a van. And so at Liam's family's house and vans waiting outside, the mom's a photographer, which gave me relief. Like, okay, I'm done. I don't need to take photos. I'll take like one or two photographs, but I'm going to let her do her thing. You know, and everybody leaves. The van leaves. The mother got in the car. I think maybe she was going to the prompt detection. I have no idea where she went. Before you know it, it went from like the 11 kids, the van driver, a couple of other parents, and I'm in the driveway with Liam's dad. Okay. And he's drinking a Heineken, like, like, a, like, a, low cal- like a low calorie Heineken, right? My age, nice. And I'm just chatting with him and I'm having this conversation. And I'm standing there, I'm thinking to myself, uh, wait a second. I'm going to go back to... I want to edit these photos and then get in the car and go back to Connecticut. 
because all the kids were going to stay over here, right, in the pool house. I'm like, oh, okay. And next thing you know, I'm talking to this guy, just having small talk, talking about different things or whatever. And it's like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I don't know why I'm talking to this guy. And the guy's probably like, I don't know who this guy is. I don't know why he's talking. <laughs> I mean, it was just one of those things. Where, but none of us bailed. And then finally, I was just like, I just shut it down. But I felt like an idiot, you know? And I'm like, ah. Like, I want to, but I'm like, I, I kind of, I don't, I just want to go home right now. I'm tired and <laughs> had a long day. And, and this guy cannot, I don't know what this guy does, but I'm like, I'm just having small talk with a guy. Like, I'm doing my own little personal podcast in his driveway. Why not? Like, and why not, you know? But I know, I mean, like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's, it, it felt weird. And then last it does. night, it does. because it's the end of the school year, Kylie's, Hanging out with this group of friends, and one of the kids in that group is moving to Florida. Okay, they're going into their senior year. One kid, so they went over to someone else's house. This kid, Alex's house. Now, I happen to know Alex's mom and dad. I don't know them well, but I know the dad because he was an insurance broker and got my life insurance through him. And he's a really nice guy. I've bumped into him, especially when the kids were little, when they were in elementary school together. And then the mom, Bonnie. I was in that kickboxing class with her, like that fake, ki the cardio kickboxing class, you know? Yeah, yep. And so I drive up to the house. It's at the end of this nice block, a cul-de-sac really close to here. This is last night, and I, and I see all the kids are back in the pool, and I see her come out her door, and I, I yell. I roll down the window from the driveway about 25, 50 yards away. Hi, Bonnie. It's John Craig. How you doing? She's like, hi, and she waves. And then Kylie gets out of the car, and Kylie's being all weird, like, Dad, why are you pulling in the driveway? It's okay to pull in the driveway, Kylie, okay? No one is pulling out of the driveway. No, but she's all weird about it. Oh, okay, but that's a teenager, right? That's a... Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's like, you want me to hide behind this tree over here down the block? You want me to let you out? Is that fine? You're embarrassed by me? Because now I'm going to go the other direction. I'm going to actually, I'm going to park the car here, and then I'm going to go up. And so, so I had been in the car for three hours. I had driven from Connecticut, hit traffic got there hadn't gone to the bathroom picked up kylie took her straight there and then i saw bonnie instead of going in the house she started to walk down the steps and as she was doing that without realizing she was walking down the steps i waved out the side bye bonnie have a nice uh, thank you have a nice summer and i drove off and then she turned around and went back up the steps and i was like was she gonna come over and talk to me like should i have gotten out of the car and talked to her you know, and I, and, I, and I felt weird about it, but I'm like, I don't know, because I don't know what's in her head. I don't know why she walked down the steps and then turned back around. And I don't know, it just felt really weird and rude at the same time, right? So I got to, like, how do I split the difference between talking to a guy I've never met before for 20 minutes in his driveway when no one else is around and he's just trying to enjoy a beer and actually say hello and have, like, a, a, a you know, a five-minute conversation to someone I actually took a class like a, a fitness class with you know yeah weird yeah, yeah i you know i think uh people are just really wanting somebody to to talk to and so yeah if that guy probably was thinking it was great even though you guys didn't really didn't know each other you're just uh yeah and you're having a conversation it was just uh, we haven't done that for for a long time so yeah uh, i don't know i like i said i i don't have uh like it doesn't occur to me too much uh to question now uh whether or not somebody's gonna freak out if i 
approach or have a mask or you know i don't know i just we have uh, there's a there's a uh, family down the street here that uh they've uh, four kids that are playing outside quite a bit and they're all four all masked up and it's been been 90 degrees uh we've had this big streak of uh, of crazy uh, 90 degree weather and it looks like it's going to continue for at least another week and uh these guys kids are out playing and they're all masked up and i'm uh, just it looks just like it'd be horribly uncomfortable for them and i who knows what's going on there i mean it's maybe there's somebody there that's immunocompromised and they can't get vaccines or something like that so i don't know um or they're just immunocompromised that's the yeah i don't know but they're the kids are uh they're they're probably all of them they might maybe 10 ish 10 to 12 years old something like that Mm -hmm. out out there running around sweating their ass off got that mask on preventing that disease (laughs) Uh, i don't know but uh yeah so uh i've been watching you you're talking about the episodic tv uh i've been uh, just kind of noticing in the uh, i get you know access to some of this trade stuff it looks like a lot of the at least the news i'm seeing is a lot of those things are starting back up as far as uh they're at least ramping up the idea that they're gonna they're 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 announcing what's going to continue and what isn't and um I noticed that. Uh, so I we ran into this thing on Netflix. Have you ever watched Startup? Have you heard of this? It's a. It's a. Uh, was is uh, is it the one about um, Gimlet Media? Uh, no, this is. Uh, it's. Oh a, no! Okay. It's been. It's. I think three seasons, and I believe that uh, uh, cracked. That you know, cracked magazine, cracked or something had some sort of a. Video. Yeah. I believe they had some sort of a video production uh thing that they were involved with and i they may have been oh do you mean crackle crackle the sony maybe it is crackle or, or i was thinking cracked. it is crackle. Or crackle yeah 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 all right so um adam brody if you saw him i don't know that he's yep. a super identifiable uh i know who he is yes. i mean I, I i i'm like i know exactly yeah yeah um, martin freeman i think mm-hmm. is the other guy the um there's another guy that's been in some stuff lately. Kind of plays. Uh, he usually plays sort of a creepy sort of character. But yeah, ma- character actor. Ma- Martin Freeman was on the original Office in in the UK, and right, he right. was. Uh, he's in. Uh, he's in the uh, Lord of the Rings. Yes, and he was in uh, 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 Fargo when it was. They turned it into a series. He was in that too. Uh, right, right. Yeah. So this started. Yeah, and Ron Perlman, I see, is in it as well. Yeah, yeah. And so it's and Mira Sorvino. Well done. It's well done. Three seasons, yeah. uh, and I see that uh, it's not. It hasn't been canceled. I'm into it. I'm, I'm crossing mm-hmm. my fingers. I'm thinking John Craig's going to work for the startup people. <laughs> uh, that would be great. Well, well, it shows here that it's 2016 to 2018 was the original release. You're saying it's it's getting picked up. They're saying what I read was something about that officially that they had worked they had done some work into 2019 and there was uh, there, and that I saw some article that there was uh, there was um, because it hadn't been officially canceled that um, it probably would have been picked up if not for the COVID hoo ha going on and there's um, uh, there was good enough buzz about it that uh, that the um, you know, somebody probably is whether it's Netflix or whatever they sell it off to somebody else. But there's uh, apparently interest in in uh, somebody picking it up because mm. uh, I think it's like I said, it's well done if they can afford to get those people back. Um, so who knows? I mean, I just wonder why some of these things um, we're watching. Okay, so um, 
Another one we're watching is Mosquito Coast, which is on um, Apple. Oh, yeah, that's on Apple TV. That's got uh, that really Justin Thoreau, the dude who's my age, but he's ripped. Yeah, he's he's uh, Miss. He was married to Jennifer Aniston, right? Weren't they married? I I mean, they were together. I think they were married. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I have to so, ask Susie or Google it, and I'm not. But yeah, she he's and everybody speaks highly of him. Everybody seems to love him. He's this guy. I like with this six pack. It, well, yeah, he, I like this thing that he's in. It's it's uh, it, it, so the mosquito based on the movie. Well, yeah, they, his brother, I guess, apparently wrote the the book, the novel that it was. The whole thing was uh, that it's based on. So he had uh, the inside track on turning it into a uh, you know multi part TV thing. And uh, I was watching this, and I was like, when did they? I'm just, I don't know. You could probably figure this out, maybe if IMDb or something. But uh, I'm trying to figure out when they shot this because there's no uh, indication of uh, you know any social distancing it seems like um, you know and masking and all that stuff and you, there's some been some things like like the last season of shameless you know they made a big deal out of the masking part um, that, that show billions when it was on they made reference in the last one the last one that I that was, I believe the last one that yeah that was, yeah, episode seven of whatever season they were up to, they were referencing the pandemic. Yeah, they because they were in production. I, they, I know they were in production when when the show I was on shut down. Yeah, they had shut down. They had taken a little hiatus, having nothing to do with the pandemic, as far as I know. And uh, and then they just it just ended. Just, and it, and, and yeah. I, I haven't watched it in a while, but it just like you're like that was weird. It didn't. It's really Is that over. Is that it? Yeah, it's really weird. It's like where are you where are you going with that? So yeah, it's weird to figure out what they're going to do with with some of these. Um, like when did they make? Okay, the, the one that was getting all the press here recently, uh, Mayor of East East Town, Mayor of East Town. The um, uh, what's her name? It's HBO, right? Mayor of East Town. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's HBO. Yeah. Yeah, so that was getting that that got the final episode of that was the I think the biggest uh, live TV event that. Um, uh, that HBO has ever ever done was was for that. Um, so, when did they shoot that? I'm trying to figure that all this shit out. <laughs> like intrigues me. It's like so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, the, the billions that you watched, they they had wrapped up in the beginning of March or the end of February of 2019, and I think now they're. I don't know where they are right now, but I, I think they went back and they were shooting. And and by the way, you're right. The Paul Thoreau wrote the book Mosquito Coast, and he is Justin Thoreau's uncle. Uncle, I thought it was his brother. Okay, uncle, yeah. uncle, and and Louis Thoreau is his son. Louis Thoreau is a British American documentary filmmaker type who's I didn't realize that he was related to. And I, I know who Louis Thoreau is, and kind of like that guy. But yeah, but I didn't know anything about. I've never seen the Mosquito Coast, the movie that had uh, Harrison Ford in the lead. I think I have, uh, I, I, but it, it's the plot. I mean, I can remember, you know, the, like the sort of a little bit about the lead into the movie, but I don't remember. I don't really. There's not much, much else I remember about it. But which is kind of good, you know. Sometimes if you. Uh, <laughs> Lately, I've been watching. I've been on this thing lately. I've been watching movies that I probably only saw once, and it might have been in the you know, like 1998 or something like that, or or um, just a long time ago. It's like, have I seen this? I, yeah, I probably saw that, but I, I have no. Yeah, I probably have no idea. I'm not going to recall the whole plot immediately, so I can get some uh, some some pleasure out of watching it the second time, or look at it the second time and go, either a holy shit, how did they make that? <laughs> 
or you know it's like because we're so sensitive about anything that was a comedy that was shot before like 2000 god probably even like to 2010 um we, we've got like a, the last 10 years we've gotten more and more politically correct with you know let's not like you said let's 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 not mention the training shop you know because you know that could that could go the wrong direction um yeah watching some of those movies it's like holy shit how did they make this it's like the, the and the comedies are it's i don't know i'm i'm enjoying the i'm enjoying the the bad old humor that we can't can't get away with anymore i was running as i I was talking about picking that up. I, at least I, we talked offline about that. Um, I'm running this week, and uh, I got um, Green Day on, and they're singing American Idiot, uh, and there's the line in American Idiot about the, um, uh, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but some, they use the fag, the fag in there um, throughout the song. And I'm like, Eesh. what? what? Yeah. Are they going to get canceled, or somebody's going to look back at this and go, wait a minute green day called people fags or they they've you know had that in their song but <laughs> oh oh i see here uh well maybe i'm the faggot america i'm not a part of a redneck agenda now everybody do the propaganda and sing along to the age of paranoia huh yeah and you know I, it's not like I, a mumbled, i've heard that song before it's not but a, i don't know that i, I yeah it's not mumbled it's, it's not at all mumbled you know, like some songs you know, uh -huh. something goes by and you're like what did they say you know it's not like that no it's like yeah they're flat out blasting it at you especially if you got headphones on or you know earbuds in or whatever yeah it's coming in loud and clear and i'm like whoa did they say that because they can't do that now <laughs> somebody be oh god yeah it's but i don't know it's uh it's a it's a new world where people people get the you know the, the i got these shoes uh, i was telling you about i got these um Sanuk is the brand um and they're uh summer i call them slides i guess uh you, you gotta, you gotta yeah be, i know what Sanuk is yeah, i you, know what they are no Sanuk's are yeah they know front is the, you got the canvas front part and then it's like a you know mm -hmm. no back so you gotta i found you gotta be a little careful wearing these things you can uh if you back up, you're going to back out of them. And uh, there's a little. What I've what I've had to do is I've had to adjust my my whole way, kind of of walking almost. It's like it's uh, it's like you just got to if you're if you're very chill. Uh, uh, Joe Joe Coy, the comedian, uh, mm -hmm. he has a uh, thing that I watch. I think it's on Netflix where he's in Hawaii, and which is really funny. He does God, he does this whole thing. Speaking of political incorrectness i guess um he does this whole thing about um uh, a long bit about he's in hawaii so there's a lot of asians in hawaii and he talks about how you can if you have somebody who is asian and they speak to you long enough if you can hear their their kind of their accent sort of thing uh, if you know what to listen for you can tell where they're from and yeah you know, and he does this whole thing it's just fucking comedy it's it's great hmm. he's a funny guy but um the uh he, he does at the beginning he does this deal about these shoes about the slides about the whole thing about how you walk in them and and uh, about how how the hawaiians walk in them and i've had to kind of think about that as i've been in these things a little bit there's you know you can't just uh pivot and turn fast and and uh it's it's a whole different more mellow sort of laid back i'm just gonna you know it's like almost like you gotta smoke weed to 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 wear these things effectively otherwise you're gonna have <laughs> you're gonna have issues but um since i got them 
okay, here's the thing that, that has been weird to me is I'm seeing people, uh, dudes walking around with these things on and they got socks on with them. And I'm like, what the fuck? What? I, okay. Uh, I don't get it. I, I just, it, it's, I don't understand that. Why, why would you wear these things with, there, there's no, there's no world in which a sock with this works. It's, I know that there are people out there wearing them like that. What, what about a no-show sock? It's, well, it's going to show because your whole half of your foot's hanging out the back. So, you know, mm. you could be a smaller mm. sock. But what's the point in the sock? What, what, are we trying to, what, are we, what are we trying to accomplish here? Is it, the, is it a texture thing? You don't like your foot on the inside of the, one of these things? Or you think they're going to get stinky or something? Because you're, they're easy to air out. They, they don't, I don't think they get stinky. And they're also... Um, I have taken mine because uh, I we've got the garden going right now in full 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 bore full dead on. We've been doing a lot of gardening, and uh, there's been times when I've been out there, uh, you know, in the dirt, and I've gotten them you know, dirt on the inside and all that. I just take a hose and you know, power wash them and let them sit out in the sun for an hour, and bam, you're good. So I I I don't know what the if it's a if it's a texture thing like somebody just can't. I are there people in the world? John Craig, I'm asking, that just it feels weird to wear any shoe without a sock. There has to be a sock. I'm not a, I'm not a fan, for the most part. Not a fan. Of the sock? Or the shoe? shoe of with not those? wearing, of being sockless. Sockless. Here's what, I, here's, what yes. I, here's what I have found. I know that if there's a pair of shoes that I, that I more often than not would want to wear a sock, uh, I'm not going to wear those without a sock you know what i'm saying mm. right like um, yeah, yeah like somebody i'll see people a lot with like say uh chuck taylor's the converse you know the, not the not the high top chucks but the but the lower cut version uh, of the Ch right. chuck taylor converse canvas shoe i will see people a lot of times with those that are not wearing any sort of a sock at all with that and when i see that i think all right, if, if I wore it like that, then I've always got to wear it like that, and that's it. I can never wear socks in that, because then you're going to have dirty socks. Your socks are going to be compromised. It's, it's not going to be. And then you're probably going to get into a stinky foot situation. Something Something's going to go sideways with that that's not good. So you got to commit to the, if that's the no sock shoe, then that's the no sock shoe. But, so would you not, it would, okay, you, you're wearing socks if you get, if you get this kind of shoe, or would you just not get this kind of shoe? Would you not get that uh, the slide just because you don't want to? I mean, it, it, I, I, no, I would. I mean, if they're comfortable, I, I know this Sinooks, what they look like. I mean, they were popular for half a minute with my kid, with my daughter when she was younger. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't know. I, they they look like a burlap a burlap sack. Hempy, hempy. They, yeah, they're hempy. You know, and so kind of that, I don't know that crowd I, a little bit. Yeah, there's, uh, I noticed there's a lot of them uh, that's – I haven't been to the mall to see this, but um, I somehow, when I Googled them, the company, which I believe they still have a lot of stores and malls, there's a shoe store called Journeys. Are, do those still exist? Have you ever heard of that? I uh, heard of it, but I don't really know what it is. Uh, well, they're, they're like the hipster shoes for kids. Whatever whatever kids are, are wearing, uh, apparently, is their, that's what they're trying to – they're after the high school crowd for the most part high school maybe college but i think more more of the high school crowd with shoes 
they're big on the Sanook or Sanook or however you say it, at least online because they keep sending me shit or they keep targeting me with the online shit because I, I Googled it. I brought a pair. I looked. I've, I, I've let them know what I'm up to, which, uh, yeah, happens. That's what they do. Follow you around. So anyway, I'm not wearing socks. I'm not, I'm not going there. Just can't do it. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, uh, you know, you know who else doesn't um, doesn't wear socks? Uh, it's a dad joke. New <laughs> new Siri, new Siri. Have you heard new Siri yet? I I no. I I I, I uh, just not a Siri guy. I just uh, have always okay. Well, I mean, I, they they changed. They they added voices. I believe four voices. Two yeah, right, right. quote unquote male voices and two quote-unquote, female voices. Uh-huh. And uh, I've gone with male voice two. So I switched over from, and he, and he, he sounds much better. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce you to, to this new uh, character, this new Siri, which, by the way, uh, to me, when I played him for Cameron, Cameron said, uh, sounds kind of like LeVar Burton. And I think uh, the internet, the voice two for male and female, that people have... Uh, have uh, have referred to it as the um uh, as a black voice right okay but it, you know it, and if you've ever listened to npr there's a guy that does a lot of the commercials at least on the npr one app kind of sounds like that it's very very casual so i'm gonna here i'm gonna have sir read an announcement okay sounds good i don't know if it'll work i don't know if it'll work i don't even think it's turned up Turn but it's a it's a very different than the than the siri is it um, a he in does, my opinion does... I, I, does Siri, LeVar Burton Siri, does, are there different pronouns for that Siri? Or different, are there what? Different pronouns or a different name? Do we have to? It, Not to my knowledge. I haven't gone deep with this. Uh, but here, I'm going to say, hey, hey, Siri. <laughs> Let's see. Hey, Siri. Will you please read my note announcement? This is not going to work. Let's try. <laughs> I, pre- I prepared this. Hey, uh, read my uh, note announcement. Sorry, I missed that. Could you say it again, please? Read my note announcement. I found one item about announcement. Your note from today called announcement says, Effective immediately, I will be replacing John and Craig as co-host of Becoming of Age, the podcast. You're welcome. He does sound. Uh, he does sound ethnic. <laughs> what, what, well, he does. He does. Now, I mean, I, I really should have prepared that better because I would have had him finish the rest of the podcast, but I wouldn't know what you were going to say. Yeah, yeah. He does. They they threw. Okay, so yeah, that whole. Uh, you know, are are we supposed to say something sounds like a black voice? Is that is that? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I, I remember I called my uh, my aunt Dorothy out for it in the eighties. <laughs> Because he sounds black. Because I remember she said she talked to a guy, and, she was, and my aunt was a lovely, lovely woman, and I called her out for it. I was like, how do you know? And then be like, yeah, as I got older, I'd be like, a lot of times I know, but you don't always know. So the other day, I was, uh, was going to go for a run, and I thought I'm going to put in my earbuds and uh, go for a run. Then the other uh, brainy idea I've got was uh, I'll, I'll smoke one hit of weed before I go for this run. Super hot mm-hmm. out. Super hot out. Got my earbuds in. I'm like... Uh, um, uh, this is an experiment. Um, uh, not sure exactly uh, if I'm really digging it uh, so much at first, but um, I was going to put in music. Then I thought, 
I, I should listen to something else uh, for for whatever reason. So I put on the uh, a podcast, and so um, I went lo- was looking, and I decided to uh, find Conan O'Brien's uh, podcast, and uh, there he realized he's he has a long conversation with Barack Obama, and uh, I thought, okay, um, that might be interesting. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to Barack Obama get interviewed for for a long time for you know for more than he usually would and i'm listening to that and uh a uh barack sounds very relaxed he sounds um just like a he just he's he's got a an air of uh of decent humanity and kindness about him uh (laughs) even more so now we really recognize that yes yes Yes, there's just a whole a whole thing about him that I that I had forgotten, uh, you know, maybe to some degree. Stark contrast to yeah. some others, yes, including yes. the current one. Yeah, yeah, he's just the the a whole different thing. Yes, and he just sounded uh, he just sounded uh, young and alive and uh, and engaged, and you know he's <laughs> yeah right. He's uh, got a lot of uh, you know where he, he makes fun of himself a lot, and uh, of course Cornyn likes to jump in with that that sort of thing as well, uh, and. It it was just a funny, uh, funny interview, and and uh, him describing the world and and the way things, uh, his his feeling about the way things are going, I think kind of uh, it, it was uh, it made me feel better about the world, probably a little bit because I was a little little baked at the time. But um, <laughs> the other part though that was weird yeah. to me was listening to Barack. Was I thought he does not sound black. If he, if you heard his voice and you hadn't heard his voice, I don't think. Um, he sounds different, but um, I would have probably, if I didn't know, you know, the voice and who who it was and where it was coming from, and I just heard this guy talking. I, I was that was the weird thing that was going on in my my little mental uh, mental battle that I was uh, you know having with myself was would would I think this guy is black? <laughs> I don't I don't know that I would. He's and I I I might he sounds older. I, I would have probably put him as older than he is a little bit, uh, but uh, yeah, he's about sixty, I think. Yeah, he and just turned sixty, j- I think. Just because he sounds, uh, I don't know, he sounds, uh, yeah, obviously he sounds educated and he's he's got a he's got a good way about him. But I was like, uh, definitely, and I wonder sometimes if he gets, uh, you know, um, he he pointed out where they're talking about race, and he pointed out a couple of times that, uh, hey, I'm black and I got elected twice not once but twice so right you know we've made some you know he's basically was saying we we've made some progress we you know the world has made some progress right right and 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 look i i agree with 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 him that we have and you know and then i think part of uh, some of the challenges now are that we've gone so extreme that if anything is contrary to that and i'm not talking about extremes like a Trump, the insurrection, things like that. It's like you can't defer from the what seems to be the very left woke and and not be called out for it. Like right. it'd be like, okay, wait, whoa, whoa, time out here, right? And and sort of it's even me saying black Siri voice. It doesn't necessarily feel right to me, but at the same time, when announced uh, an Apple announced it, and I, I mean, I just saw found it here. It's in the Black Siri voice options included in the latest Apple update, and that's from Black Information Network. Presumably, that is a a publication website that was created by persons of color. 
right? And again, it doesn't mean that I can't say it, but again, it's it, it, uh, that tranny thing that I said before. It's like you're going to be called out. So we have made the progress. We have to recognize the progress and try to continue to move forward with it, you know? And, and it's like, but we don't live in a world where one voice, not everybody listens to one voice, not the president. Not the former president, not the you know the current, the last guy. There's a large group of people, but there are too many factions and too many extremes. And uh, you know, and and so I, I definitely want to listen to that one because you know I I want to listen to some level of uh, a voice of reason that is speaking about things intelligently, and and sort of understanding the complexity and the nuance to all of it. that ladies and gentlemen is our show let's let mr big voice take us out thanks for listening and we hope you enjoyed unbecoming of age bonus content at unbecomingofage.com subscribe on itunes or your favorite podcatcher find us on social media at unbecoming of age and sometimes when we talk